Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high-interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loan subject to approval. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, so whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well, what better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today we're talking about how to rebuild a rough credit score. Yeah, Joel, you know, having a good credit score, it is so important these days. We're going to talk about why it is so important and, and, of course, how to rebuild it if your score is in the gutter a little bit. But speaking of credit score, let's talk about Equifax because did you did you look it up and see if you were one of the people affected? Yes, I did, Matt. And by the way... Uh, you get that free money, right? <laughs> well, you, yeah, exactly. So it, it, it seems like based on the numbers, almost every adult American was affected. Uh, yeah, half of the adults in the United States. Like half of anybody that had a social security number <laughs> yeah. was affected. So. It's, it's a big problem, right? And so we talked uh, a while back about freezing your credit and how important that is. And especially in light of essentially all of our information with the Capital One breach, with the Equifax breach, breaches everywhere. I mean, I think there's just breach fatigue, essentially. Exactly. And that was episode 38, by the way, that we talked about freezing your credit. And that is incredibly important because that is the only way to actually prevent fraudulent accounts from being opened in your name. 
Yeah. And now because of the Equifax breach and laws that were put into place, credit freeze is free for us. So that's great. So everyone should be freezing their credit. But now at least, you know what? We can get recompense. We can get a little bit of payout from the Equifax breach for our information just being leaked out there. And so if people need to know about this, the website where you can go to make a claim is EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. Essentially, they allow you to choose from free credit monitoring or up to $125. But there's also a cap on the overall amount that Equifax is going to pay under the settlement that they reached with the FTC. Yeah, well, it was a $700 million payout, but only a small percentage of that is actually going to us as those affected. So basically, the more people that sign up uh, and make that claim, well, the payout decreases per person. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually being 125 is, is actually, it, there's a slim chance of that happening. Yeah, it's unlikely for sure. But and the other thing is that people, instead of choosing the 125 bucks, you can choose four years of free credit monitoring. And I've read some stories from papers around the country and they're basically pushing people in that direction. They're saying like the Washington Post is like, here's why you need to choose the free credit monitoring over the money. And I have to respectfully disagree. I think if you were affected in any way by the Equifax breach, you should be applying for the cash payment, not the credit monitoring. And that's because if you just basically assent to the fact that you have credit monitoring, that you have some sort of credit monitoring, you, you can take the cash instead. And there are awesome free options for you when it comes to credit monitoring. And on top of that, if you have the credit freeze in place, you really almost don't even need credit monitoring either. Yeah, monitoring is basically pointless at that point because let's just watch something that's completely locked down. Yeah, exactly. yeah pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the way, the, a couple of our favorite websites for you to sign up for free credit monitoring on, if you do want to go that route, are Credit Sesame and Credit Karma. And we'll link to both of those in the show notes as well. But those are just great sites for being able to monitor your credit. And it's free. There are all these services out there that want to charge you, especially from the credit bureaus. Don't do it. Get the free stuff. That's all you need. And then get your $5 check in the mail when it finally comes. <laughs> I hope it's more than 5 bucks. Well, you mentioned the Washington Post telling everybody to actually take the, the monitoring instead. That's because they want their money. <laughs> They're thinking, if we tell enough people to go with monitoring, that means we get a bigger check. Yep. It's true. It's true. So, <laughs> But people need to know, man. They need to know the truth. And also on that website, when you go there, you will see some other options there for you to make a claim. You can see if you can actually prove that you were damaged somehow and you can prove it, you could be eligible uh, to up to $20,000 in damages. And that's a lot of money. That's, that's no joke right there. However, I think the ability to prove that might be extremely difficult. And if that's something you want to pursue, though, be sure to check that out. Yeah, I think the standard of proving that the Equifax breach was responsible for some sort of major identity theft problem in your life, it might be a hard standard to prove. But if you believe that's the case and yeah. you've had trouble since the breach and you've had to do a lot to repair those issues, I would say it's totally worth filing a claim on the website and trying to get payment for the damages that you've incurred. Let's go ahead and get to the beer for this episode, man. We have White Wall Wheat. Uh, this is by Crank Arm Brewing Company. Cody and Raleigh sent this one to us. And it's Crank Arm Brewing because that's a bike part. Did you pick up on that? Bike I did. part? <laughs> Especially because the label has bikes all over it. Yeah, it's got bikes all over it. And he sent it to us as well because he is part of a nonprofit called Oaks and Spokes. And they promote uh, bicycling there in the city of Raleigh, North Carolina. So be sure to check them out. And I'm excited to share our thoughts on this beer at the end of this episode. Yeah. Cody sounds like my kind of guy. This sounds like my kind of beer. Can't wait to drink it and let people know what, what we think. And by the way, 
This was a 2018 gold medal winner Ooh. in the wheat category at the Great American Beer Festival. This beer has got some hardware on its shelf. Right. I, I like so, it. Yeah. It's a good one to be trying today. So, all right, Matt, now let's get on to the topic at hand for this episode. We're talking about how to rebuild a rough credit score. And we've talked before about the problems of having a bad credit score. You know, you and I both agree that it's probably not good how much of our lives revolve around this one score that these three bureaus create on us without our permission. That's just not a great system. But because the system is currently set up the way it is, it's really important if you have bad credit that you work towards rebuilding it. And so we, we've got a lot of information to share about how you can get your kind of credit back up on its feet after a rough patch. And we're going to try to hit a lot of important points today on that subject. Yeah, Joel, you, you just sort of touched on this and it's kind of unfortunate, right? Like you said, that so much of our life revolves around the credit score, but it really is so important. A couple of reasons is that great credit can be used to secure just a really good term for a home loan versus if you have poor credit, you might end up with a crappy loan or you just might get turned down altogether. Bad credit could also cause you to pay more for your car or home insurance as well. And we've actually mentioned this on previous episodes, but if you have bad credit when it comes to government jobs, there are certain security clearances that they will not allow you to have because of your bad credit, because of the potential for security issues. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. Yeah, you might even have a hard time getting a, a place to rent because landlords are often pulling your credit and making judgments about you based on that. So yeah, bad credit just all around makes things harder for you. I actually pulled your credit before we became friends just to make sure like, you know, you're of my ilk just to make sure that we could hang. <laughs> you know, there have been studies about dating relationships yeah. and, and how people with different credit scores yeah. mix. I find that so fascinating that typically when asked the question about their potential mates and their credit score, oftentimes people want someone of a similar credit score to them, right? They want to be with someone who's responsible in that way. So, yeah. and by the way, some issues of credit will linger longer for you. Like let's say you've had a bankruptcy in the last seven to 10 years or a foreclosure in the past seven years. Well, those things are going to affect your credit for longer periods of time. Some of the steps that we're going to talk about today, you know what, they'll still be able to help you if you've had a bankruptcy or a foreclosure. But what they can't do is wipe those completely off your record. Also, if you've been divorced, it doesn't necessarily impact your credit score, but it can, depending on how things are divided up in the divorce and how your former partner treats joint accounts that you are on together, it can affect your credit score as well. So there are all these things that could affect your credit score and could send it plummeting. But there are a lot of ways to kind of right the ship. Yeah, unfortunately, there could be some malicious spending. Is that what you're referring to when it comes to you know relationships going south? Or just even in the divorce decree, right? The finalization where maybe there's a lack of understanding over who's supposed to tackle what, or your former spouse has issues with income and whatever they've been tasked with paying, the bills they've been tasked with paying that you still are joint on, right. they don't pay. And so that can lead to hardship for you, even though that's not supposed to be your responsibility. Man, yeah, that's a huge bummer. And regarding timing of this entire thing, right? It's, it's important to note that change, like your credit score isn't going to change and it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, you could likely see some movement in 30 to 60 days, but it's not going to be an immediate thing. But as you are rebuilding your score, it's best to go ahead and keep track of your score. And sort of like we mentioned earlier, that's gotten so much easier these days. Many credit card companies will offer you just free monthly updates. I'm pretty sure all the major card carriers offer that. Yeah, for we talked about this before too. It used to be shrouded in secrecy. I remember back in the day, I had like the one card from Washington Mutual that gave me access to my credit score every month. <laughs> I was like, this is so great. But now it's almost readily available through, through almost everywhere. Yeah, they're all offering it. But if you don't have a card or if you happen to have a card that doesn't offer that, 
Again, like we mentioned at the beginning, be sure to check out either Credit Karma, a site like that, or even the creditscorecard.com. Joel and I are both a fan of that. That is Discover Card's separate site. And if you have a Discover Card, you can actually link to it from your credit card homepage or your dashboard, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. And even if you don't have a Discover Card, you can use the site for free, which is really exactly. cool. It gives you your FICO credit score, which is really nice. And just keep in mind though, that every time you check that score, it doesn't hurt your credit. This is just your score. This is different than uh, having your actual credit report being pulled by a creditor. So don't feel nervous that this is actually going to ding your credit a little bit. You can go in there and look at it three or four times a day if you want to. But but maybe that's unhealthy too. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't obsess over the credit score. It is a nice thing to start getting under control. To, to have a good credit score is important. But yeah, don't obsess over it. Because you know, there are those people out there too who want the 850 credit score. They want it to be perfect. And we've said too, that's kind of a fool's Do you know errand. anyone that, that has an 850? Have you ever met anyone that no. said they have one? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I, even if you achieve 850 for a second... What's the point? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, there are all these little things that could bump it down five, six, ten points, and then you have to bump it right back up again. So there's just really no point to strive for perfection here. Yeah, perfection, that's not what we're going for. We're going for like really good or good enough. And we're going to talk about how you can actually achieve that right after the break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pumped for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, 
or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, Matt, we're back. We're talking about how to rebuild if you've got a rough credit score. And you mentioned right before the break, buddy, that good enough is a good thing to be aiming for. Not perfection, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What is good enough, though? Right? right. Yeah. And that's a that's a question I think that would pop up in people's minds. So let's say you are rebuilding a rough credit score. You're, you're in the 500s or something like that. A couple of mile markers to keep in mind on your journey are scores of 680 and 740. And 680 kind of gets you at least into this kind of mid-tier of being able to, to get good rates, of being back into a state of like credit decency, right? And then another great mile marker to set your sights on is getting that score of 740. That's when you're going to really qualify for pretty much the best rates from almost any lender out there. So those are just good things to keep in mind. If you're looking low, you're in the 500s, low 600s, strive for 680, make that your goal. And, uh, and we're going to tell you how you can hit that goal uh, right now. Yeah, Joel, basically there's a hierarchy of, of things that affect your credit score. And we're going to start with the things that affect your score the most. The number one thing is to make sure that you are paying your existing accounts on time. Uh, this is going to have the biggest impact, making up 35% of your credit score. What that means is you do not want to miss a payment on anything. <laughs> it's easy to set a recurring calendar reminder. And even easier is that you can go to your credit cards, for instance, and you can set it up on auto pay. It's not hard to either select full statement balance or it'll say total new balance. But that's a way if you are forgetful to make sure that you never miss a payment. Make sure you have that set up to automatically pay. Yeah, it just makes sense that that's the number one thing <laughs> influencing your credit score, right? And if you can pay your bills on time over a long period of time, that's going to have great ramifications on your credit score. Yeah, banks, credit cards, lenders, they all like to see that you pay your bills on time. Because <laughs> they like to get paid on time. <laughs> Another thing is prioritize paying down your balances to keep them under a utilization threshold of 30%. That might have sounded a little fancy, utilization threshold. But essentially, the less of your available credit that you're actually using the better it looks on your credit score. So let's say you have a credit card that has a $10,000 available credit limit and you're using $8,000 of that available credit limit. Too much. Too yeah. much, right? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look good. It makes it look like you're using your credit irresponsibly. Or that you just need that credit, right? I yeah. mean, the, the banks don't mind having high limits of say $10,000, $20,000 even maybe on a business card, but they want to see you just use a little bit of it because that looks like, oh, I've got all this available to me, but I only need just a little bit. Don't you worry. That's what makes you look the best, right? If you have a ton of available credit, but only use a little bit, your credit score goes up. One way to kind of game the system and make it look like you're using less of your credit than you actually are is to pay your bills twice a month, especially on those credit cards, right? Instead of paying just once a month, 
pay money towards that credit card balance before the statement even comes. If you do that, it looks like you're using less of your credit when the credit card company reports your balance to the credit bureaus. So that's kind of just a way to game the system a little bit, make your utilization look lower and enhance your overall credit score. And personally, that's actually how I pay my credit card. I don't pay it twice a month, but I just pay it off at the end of the month. I actually don't wait for the statement to come through. Uh, to me, the statements are completely worthless because by the time that statement actually comes out, I've already paid the previous balance for that specific calendar month. And for us, that's just a way that we're able to keep our spending in check and make sure that we are sticking to the amount that we've budgeted for that specific month. Yeah, the, the two things we just mentioned, Matt, are, are really good for people even with good credit. And so now we're about to kind of get into some of the things that are really applicable to folks with poor credit right now. And getting a regular credit card can be helpful if you don't have enough available credit. But the problem is, if you have poor credit, actually being approved for another credit card is in all likelihood outside of your reach. You're gonna get turned down because your credit is really poor. So if you don't qualify for a regular credit card, there are other ways to begin building that credit back up. The first of which is to get a secured credit card. Your local credit union is a potentially great place to turn for a secured credit card. Walk in there, talk to someone at your local credit union branch, ask if they have some sort of credit builder program uh, available. If so, strongly consider applying for a card through them. Amazon actually has a new credit builder card as well. And what doesn't Amazon have these days, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's incredible. And one other place to turn for a credit card if you have really bad credit is a website called pedalcard.com, P-E-T-A-L card.com. And Pedalcard offers a regular credit card to people with poor credit by using other factors to determine your credit worthiness. Yeah, and the way secured credit cards work, uh, you know, you can get those again through your credit union or even Amazon, evidently, but they require upfront deposits because basically you have bad credit. And so they want you to put money down essentially to prove that you have something on the line, that you're not just going to walk away and continue to damage your credit. Over time, you can sort of take those training wheels off and you can get a regular card by proving that you can handle your credit well. But essentially, the, you know, that money down, it just acts as collateral. And that's what makes that card a secured card. Think about your home loan. That's, that's a secured loan because that note is against your house. Same thing with a vehicle, with a car loan. They have something that they can come after. And in this case, with the credit card, if you put down the money and you get that secured card set up, well, if you don't pay your bills, well, guess what? They have that deposit to offset that risk. Yeah. And by the way, on that Amazon credit card, Matt, interestingly enough, you can graduate to a real credit card through Amazon in seven months of handling that secured credit card well. So it really is kind of this training wheels thing to get you to pedaling on your own on a bike. It's Yeah, we love those bike analogies, by the way. <laughs> always. <laughs> always up for using a good bike analogy, that's for sure. Something else that you need to do to help rebuild your credit score. You want to make sure you are keeping your old cards open and active. Uh, the length of your credit history makes up 15% of your credit score. The previous two items we've talked about combined uh, make up 65%. So definitely those are the big heavy hitters. But these other aspects are really important as well. Keep those cards open. If you're tempted to overspend on those cards, you know, at that point, they might be worth closing. But hopefully, if you're rebuilding your credit score, you're also taking control of your spending as well. So hopefully, that's not a problem. And also, you want to make sure that you're periodically using those cards as well, because sometimes certain credit card issuers, they might even close an account if there's been inactivity, and they don't actually have to tell you that they're going to close your account. Some folks say to use it every quarter, like every three or four months. Personally, man, I've used cards like once a year, and that's more than enough I found in my personal use to keep an account active and maintain that really long history. 
yeah, you don't want to cancel credit cards, especially if you are in the act of rebuilding your credit score. Closing cards takes a bite out of your score and you're working towards raising it. So that's just a bad move to make. Another important part of your credit score is your credit mix. So as you have different credit cards and different loan products that you're paying on every month, that will naturally increase the mix of your credit, which is helpful to your overall score. And doing something like a credit builder loan can not only be helpful in establishing a history of payments, but it can also help your credit mix look good. So there's this interesting website called selflender.com. Selflender essentially allows you to open a credit builder account and you choose the payment term and dollar amount that you want to spend. And every time you pay a monthly payment, towards this self-lender account that you have opened. You're building credit history for yourself. And once you've paid off the credit builder account, you have this CD that unlocks and the money is yours. And that CD is even earning interest. So self-lender is this really kind of cool way around it. It's like getting a loan from yourself and repaying it. It's just kind of a cool, interesting tool. Man, I think this is a super cool tool. <laughs> like essentially, you're you're kind of putting your own credit score on layaway because like like you mentioned, you get these loans and it's held by a self-lender. At the end of the term, you unlock it. It's almost like this little treasure chest where you've been sort of stashing away money, except for it's your own money because you took out the loan yourself, but you haven't had access to it. Super cool. I think it's an awesome way to, like you said, not only establish a history of making payments on time, but to also improve your credit mix because this is an installment loan, uh, which is different than revolving credit, which is what credit cards are. So the credit bureaus, they really like to see that you have those two different types of debt. Yeah, that you're handling credit cards well, that you're handling an installment loan well. So rebuilding your credit score essentially and doing it on both fronts by tackling your revolving credit and then having an installment loan that you're paying off on time in full every month. These are the ways that you're going to be able to affect your score and see it rise more quickly. Chances are, if you have a pretty poor credit score, you're going to have to take a lot of these steps in order to turn your score around, which means you're going to see your credit score actually drop a little bit in the short term because you're applying for and opening a lot of new lines of credit. We shouldn't be overly focused on the short-term effects of our credit score. The goal is to rebuild it for the long term because you have given your score enough time to rebound. That way, it is looking healthy and strong way down the road. When the time does come for you to apply for a mortgage, maybe get some new insurance rates that are going to be lower. Again, all the different things that are going to be affected by a better credit score. Yeah, a 5 to 7 point drop for opening a new line of credit isn't that big of a deal when we're talking about a score in the 500s or low 600s. Like you said, we're looking at the long term. All right, Matt, and there are people also that prey on folks who are looking to raise their credit scores. There are people out there promising short-term fixes for upfront money. We're going to tackle that and a few more tips on how to rebuild your credit score effectively right after the break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. 
It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachaba really earns their 52,000 plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Cachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Cachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Cachava. Just go to Cachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money i'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans we always like to get the families together matt for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer we've already got that trip to saint simon's on the calendar pumped for that but sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host, or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's say you've been listening to the podcast and now you're finally ready to start implementing some of the uh, the financial morsels that we're dishing up. Maybe you are trying to save up some more money for a down payment on a house, or maybe there's a big vacation that you have been dying to take. Well, the money app Monarch, they make it so easy to help you to reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal, they named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, collaborate with your partner even. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. And you won't get spammed either. Monarch features ad-free privacy you can trust. They will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. That's right, man. And after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. It just makes sense. It works. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash howtomoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash howtomoney for an extended 30-day free trial. All right, we are back from the break, Joel. Let's now talk about some more specific things that you can do when you are repairing your credit score, when you're trying to rebuild it. Let's do it. One of the first things to do is to look over your actual credit reports. Now, at the beginning, we talked about checking your credit score, say through a credit card company, but you also want to make sure that you pull your actual credit report. On the report, you can check uh, for inaccurate information because there might be some incorrect information on there that could be hurting your credit score. And you definitely want to make sure that you dispute that to get that off of your report. Yeah, more than anything, you want to make sure that it's not inaccurate information that's messing you up. And the only place that you should go in order to get your credit reports for free is a website called annualcreditreport.com. So make sure you're going there and not anywhere else. Most other places on the internet 
you're going to be charged money in order to get your credit report at annualcreditreport.com. You get them for free by federal law. And you can actually get one from every credit bureau for free once a year. So if you spread them out, you can get a free credit report once every four months. So that's actually pretty sweet. Something else that you can consider is becoming an authorized user on someone else's card. Ooh, Matt. Someone who has a, a nicer credit score maybe than you do. Can I join up? <laughs> You've got a great score. I know you do. <laughs> it would be an equal three-legged race if you and I uh, linked up like that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But keep in mind that this could also hurt you if that person doesn't use credit well. So in that three-legged race example, if you link yourself up to someone who actually isn't that great of a racer... Well, they're going to drag you down instead of actually helping you out. Yeah. If I become an authorized user on your credit card, Matt, and then you stop paying your bills, that's going to hurt my credit score. But if I have a bad credit score and I become an authorized user on one of your cards and you continue to pay your bills on time and in full, it's going to make me look great, which is the whole reason I'm asking you to do that for me, right? Yeah. Uh, and what's great too with an authorized user is that you don't even have to get the card. Even just being linked to that account gives you the benefits. So that's great from the person who does have the better score because it keeps any potential risk at bay, right? So if someone were to be, say, an authorized user on someone's card, you, again, you reap the benefits of that user's credit score. But if you don't have the card, well, there's no chance of you, say, wrecking their credit and overspending, causing all sorts of problems there. Sure. There are still risks, I would say, to the person that is allowing someone to piggyback on their credit. So if someone actually like asked a question in one of our Ask HTM episodes, hey, should I let my friend jump on my credit by becoming an authorized user to help improve their score? I would probably tell them, don't do it. Just because there are certain risks potentially associated with it, by making them an authorized user on your credit card, you're giving them access to credit under your name. Even if you don't give them plastic, there are things that could potentially happen. What if they get sent with some of those big paper checks that you get from your credit card companies that say, hey, you can spend this money ahead of time. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I've never used those, but... Me neither, because they come with like a fee attached. Huge fees, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't use those. Well, Joel, speaking of risk, uh, there's even more risk associated with co-signing. Again, if you have bad credits, getting a cosigner can help you maybe to achieve getting a loan with rates that are pretty reasonable, maybe even score an apartment that you wouldn't be able to otherwise. But there's even more danger for the cosigner, though. This is a, a pretty big ask. And like Joel said, I wouldn't ever personally cosign for somebody else. If you do, realize that you are putting yourself at risk. Make sure that you've got really good communication with this person. Make sure that it's a good relationship and that this is something that you can easily discuss were things to go sour. And that you're ready to pay the bills, in all honesty, yeah. if the person that you co-signed a loan for doesn't. Because if you don't keep up those payments, you're the one who's also going to end up in default. Another quick, potentially helpful resource for folks trying to rebuild their credit score is something from one of the credit bureaus, actually, Experian Boost. And granted, this is only one bureau doing this, and it's probably only an 8 to 10 point bump. But if we're talking about a low credit score, that bump can really help. And so Experian Boost is free and is worth considering if you're trying to increase your score. Basically, what Experian is doing, it's giving you credit. Ac yeah. an actual, <laughs> actual credit. Yeah. An, yeah, an actual credit boost for paying utility bills that you're normally paying from your bank account just by essentially linking that account and letting them see that it's happening. So that's an easy way for lots of folks to, to get a little bit of an improvement on their score. And if you are rebuilding your credit, something else that you need to hear... Make sure that you are not paying someone to help rebuild your credit. Those sites, those services typically are not going to be worth your money. And oftentimes they're scams. It can be really tempting 
because we all want that magic bullet. Instead, what we need to do is just change our habits. We need to do that work in order to get our credit score back in a good range. So be warned, once you start Googling how to repair your credit, you're just going to start seeing these ads and just run away from them. You just want to completely avoid these different quote unquote services. Yeah. And these credit repair firms are going to promise a lot and deliver very little. Often they're going to ask for money up front. They are going to promise that they'll remove negative information from your credit report, which isn't true. They just can't actually remove accurate information from your credit report. So anyone that promises these things while asking you for money, run in the other direction as quickly as possible. It's really nice to think that you can repair your credit score really quickly for a little bit of cash. What Matt and I are telling you is that this is a process. It, it takes a little while right, to see your credit score move. It, it, it could take a year or two to get it into the range where you feel comfortable to kind of cross those mile markers that we discussed earlier of getting to a 680 or 740 credit score to see if, let's say, you've had a bankruptcy that begin to weigh on your credit less over time. There's no quick fix to getting your credit back on track. It's going to take your intentionality and hard work. But if you follow some of the things we've outlined in this episode, you're going to get there. That's for sure. Yeah, Joel, like a lot of great things in life, oftentimes it just takes a little bit of time. True that. All right, let's take it back to the beer. On this episode, we had White Wall Wheat, which was by Crank Arm Brewing, sent in to us by Cody in Raleigh. What were your thoughts on this beer, buddy? I'm going to tell you what. I can see why this was a gold medal winner at the Great American Beer Festival. This was a really, really good beer. This is a style that, I don't know, if we've had it on the show, maybe only once. Yeah, if we've had it before, I can't specifically remember which one it was. Yeah, so this is a Belgian wit beer. And I will say, I really, really enjoy this beer. Typically, these beers have a lot of coriander in them, and I actually hate coriander. It's not one of my favorite flavors. This one avoided the coriander and actually had a little bit more of a hot presence, so I thoroughly enjoyed this one. It was light, refreshing, a little bit of juicy, a little bit of hoppy, but the Belgian yeast kind of came through on this beer. Man, I really like this one. I, I think it's a crushable summer beverage with a lot of flavor. Yeah, well, Joel, on, on the can, it says it's an American Belgo style wits. And I think that American there in the title, I think that might indicate some of that hot presence, which gave it that lighter flavor profile. It's To me, it was almost like a Belgian light beer where it didn't have those coriander flavors. You didn't have the banana going on. It didn't have those Belgian yeasts all kind of stacking up and providing this more Belgian style beer. It drank a lot cleaner, almost like a light Pilsner or a lager almost, but with some more interesting fresh flavors going on. Certainly a great beer for the summer. And I could also see how it's associated with biking because this is the kind of beer I would totally want to drink after a, a hot, sweaty, long ride. Yeah, no doubt. This beer, you're completely right. It's like an American and a Belgian got married in a nice 16 ounce beer can. So mad props to Crank Arm Brewing for this beer. Very, very good. And a huge thanks to Cody for sending it our way. We really appreciate it, man. And you know, this bright blue label, it actually looks really good sitting next to this creamy yellow glass of beer as well. So anytime there's that interplay between the packaging and the beer, I'm always a fan of that. I always love when the beer looks tantalizing in the glass. And this one definitely <laughs> did. All right, Matt, but quickly, let's get to our final thoughts for this episode. If you're trying to rebuild your credit, the two most important things you need to keep in mind are paying your accounts in full on time every month. Missing payments is going to be one of the biggest detriments to your score. Also, prioritize paying down your balances. Lowering the amount of credit that you're actually using is going to help that credit utilization ratio that we discussed. That is going to make you look more credit worthy, and it's going to have a big effect on actually raising your credit score. And one of the best ways to do both of those things, Joel, is to land yourself a secured credit card. 
Those cards will require some money up front, but that is how you score one of those. Be sure to check out Pedal Card uh, and Amazon's new Credit Builder card as well. And also make sure that you are checking out some of those credit builder loans, self-lenders specifically. A product like that will allow you to establish that history of paying your accounts on time while at the same time improving your credit mix. But above all, don't pay anyone else to rebuild your credit score. It's not an easy fix. It takes a little bit of time and you can do this. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for this episode. And listeners, if you want to find show notes for this episode, they'll be up on our website at howtomoney.com. And if you found this episode helpful or entertaining or some combination of the both, we would love for you to leave a review for us over at Apple Podcasts. And you know what? Even if you've already left a review, just leave another one. I think Joel's <laughs> left us like 10 or 11 reviews already because I, I that, leave it that's under how my, it works. I leave it under my grandma's account, my cousins, <laughs> like anybody. Like I just try, just try to make us look good, you know? Have you ever even used an Apple product, Joel? No, I, <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. I stay away. But we would love a review from you if you haven't already. Thanks. All right, buddy. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.